Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for some fun Disney talk as we have the replay from this past Sunday night, Easter Sunday, April 9th, 2023. It's the live call-in show where we took your calls and talked about the news of the week, including the return of annual passes to Walt Disney World coming up here on April 20th. That's when you can start purchasing those if you would like to. We talk about the Disney Band Plus coming to Disney Cruise Line select sailings this summer. How's that different than Magic Band Plus at Walt Disney World? Are they exactly the same? What do they do? Uh, Scott and I have a discussion about that. We get some great calls. Jenna calls us from out in the West Coast, out in Seattle, to talk about her first run Disney event coming up this weekend at Springtime Surprise. She's staying at Pop Century, so we talk about transportation to the races, what she's looking forward to at Walt Disney World versus her home parks out at Disneyland. Wade calls in and we talk about his perspective as a DVC owner with AP sales returning and uh, just how the parks could get just a little better with just a little outside the box thinking. This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcast is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at the Magic for Less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you this week. Come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, Easter Sunday night, April 9th, 2023. My name is Mike Rollman, host of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You can find me at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And we're going to be taking your calls live here for the next hour during the BOGP open line. And to do that, your friend and mine joining me for the BOGP open line as we do on Sunday nights, freshly returned from the links up in Michigan, your friend of mine, Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Happy Easter. Happy Easter, Mike. Yeah, happy to be here again, as always. Um, pretty action-packed weekend. I haven't like really slowed down at all. I played golf. Drove to Chicago, hung out with a family member of yours. I'm got saying, out with Paige. I, I, hey, I got to say, we didn't get to see Paige this weekend, but you did. So she got to go with her I, second family. Yeah, exactly. We had fun at the Museum of Ice Cream. If if you're in the area, you should try one of these out now. They're pretty darn expensive <laughs> for what it is. I will say that because it's just ice cream. <laughs> but um, it's cool. There's like a lot of selfie walls. You do learn some things. It was kind of chaotic, like. A lot of like bachelorette and like birthday parties oh, are happening at these things, but they're in New York City. There's one in Chicago, there's one in Austin, and there's one that was just opened by Pam's Neck of the Woods in Pittsburgh. Oh. So if you're in any of those areas, check out the Museum of Ice Cream. It's pretty fun. And uh, before we started recording here, you were telling me that you did have a Chicago style uh, ice cream that came complete with mustard, dragged through the garden, I guess you could say. As Absolutely. They say in so it was really weird. Yeah. Each room like had like a theme of like a different ice cream. And we're in one room where you played miniature golf, actually. So you're playing miniature golf and this, and they had this big mustard bottle and this hot dog obstacle that you had to hit the golf ball around. But there was two options of ice cream you can have in there. You can have like a pineapple, which was kind of like a dole type flavor. Sounds good. Or you could do the Chicago dog <laughs> ice cream, which is like on that famous like Chicago bun style. 
and they put some soft serve hot dog flavored ice cream on it. They had mustard and relish, like real mustard and relish. At first, I thought it was gonna be like a custard. No, yeah, it was real yeah. mustard. Okay. I don't do relish, but I said you might as well like I might as well be all in at this well, point. I mean, so like they say, when in Rome. Yeah. Put some mustard on it. Um, Elizabeth took some photos of me chronologically like eating the hot dog as my face, you know, makes interesting reactions to that first bite. But uh, I ate the whole thing, Mike, and I was ready to wash it down with, you guessed it, more ice cream afterwards. I thought you were going to say a cold fashioned that you had. I did have, I did, I did have a cold fashioned. That's the thing. They had like a, they had a bar in there where you can even get like shakes and sundaes and all that. If you, which I didn't understand, like you just had all this ice cream. Like, why are you going to want to like buy more ice cream? Yeah, but uh, I did, I did get the cold fashioned though because you know me. Oh man. And uh, Christopher in the live chat says, that sounds terrible. I'm with you. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Chicago style dog. I'm not a fan of the Chicago Cubs, but I am a fan of the Chicago dog Portillo's. That's what I always get, but that does sound terrible. Oh. I'll post a photo of me eating it on, uh, on Instagram after, after the show tonight, but it was cool. There was one room. It was like a carnival theme where like, you know, like the, the games that we love at like Dino land, yeah. like where you have like the water and you got to shoot it like in yeah, the target, yeah, yeah. you know, you could just play that unlimited amount of times. They had like the, the whack-a-mole game except it was whack ice cream and then they actually had some history there was like this section where you could learn where flavors were from we, we came across this interesting flavor that was created in your state of missouri it was like columbus missouri i think might have been the city not columbia but it was like columbus say, missouri don't know columbia. Yeah, I, I know Como, but yeah. it's like dirt ice cream there's actual like dirt <laughs> in the ice cream and I just, I thought, I took a photo. I was going to send it to you. Like, oh, so this is what your ice cream is known for, my dirt. I'm okay. proud of that. Yeah, there we go. Missouri dirt ice cream. Perfect. That's mm -hmm. going to be on the uh, next uh, promotional videos for the country to come visit us for some dirt ice cream. Like it. No. Anyway, so, and also Wade up in Nebraska, you got to go to Luminetti's. I believe that's what it, how it's pronounced. Because I, I follow them on social because I'm a fan of Geno's East. And they always, t they always get on me because I mentioned Gino's East because I've never been there yet, but I'm going to go there next time. Okay. I know it's in the Chicago show. We're going to talk Disney here in just like 30 seconds, but big fan of that. Hot, rate the pizza. Yeah. So, you know, so Gino's East is my go-to. I even called Wade when I was there. I was like, I don't think Gino's East is your jam. And I thought it was Lou's. And he's like, oh yeah, Lou's is my place. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it. I'm going to, Sorry, Gino's. I'm going to go to a different spot this time. It was actually really close to our hotel. We like to stay at the Lowe's Hotel, you know, which is mm -hmm. known for like Universal Resorts. Um, so we go there and like it's an hour and 45 minute wait. Um, it means it must be good. At least Chicago, we're going to walk around do yeah. some stuff, but it was so, cool. Yeah. Like you could order your pie ahead of time, though. Yeah, because so like, those, those Chicago pizzas take like a month to cook. They're crazy. Exactly, basically, yeah. yeah. It's not even like a pizza to me. Like Chicago style is kind of weird. It's like a casserole. Yeah, dish it is. Almost. It like is like one obnoxious. slice and you're you're in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, all right, well, yeah, we'll play. We'll put our order in. So we put our order in. We went to like Nordstrom's, went to Ulta, just like did some like shopping around there and then went back and then our table was ready and our pie didn't take much long to get delivered to the table. It worked out really good. So Luz was good. It had a nice little buttery crust. Um, I haven't had Geno's in a while, so I think I need to go back soon and have Geno's, and then I can really give that answer. But I was a fan of Lou's. It was solid. Good deal. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into Disney. We have some news for you, and we're going to kick it off with some news from the Disney Cruise Line. And this is kind of interesting because Disney announced this just a couple of days ago. And again, we're going to open up the phone lines at 407-413-9395. You can call and uh, share your thoughts on all the Disney news of the week. But 
Disney Cruise Line announced something called the Disney Band Plus that's coming to Disney Cruise Line vacations here for select sailings this summer. And we happen to have a select sailing June th- or sorry, July 3rd to the 7th, the BR Guest Podcast Cruise on the Disney Wish. And as you um, read about this, it was kind of interesting because I'm going from Ricky's story, which she gets all of her information from the press release. Uh, later this summer, guests will be able to use this unique wearable technology found in Disney Band Plus for a hands-free experience when sailing on board the cruise ship. It's going to allow you to easily unlock their stateroom door, make change charges in shops for things like sweet treats and souvenirs. It's also used in the Oceaneers Club and Lab for kids' access, uh, Scuttle's Cove at Castaway Key, and um, it's also for photos when you're purchasing photos, when you get your pictures taken. It's waterproof, rechargeable, and here's the kicker. It says that after your cruise, you can use this thing at Walt Disney World at the resorts and theme parks. Here's my question. And this is why I want to have this live show tonight to talk to you because we have not talked about this yet. And I'm saving it for this. What's the difference? Because I've seen the pictures. What's the difference between a Disney, between a Magic Band Plus and a Disney Band Plus? Because I is, is it just the origin? Like the Disney Band Plus is a Magic Band that you get on the cruise ship? Because I mean, it sounds like exactly, do you not think it's the exact same thing? It feels the same exact way, Mike, especially if you can use it on land afterwards, unless it has to be like activated at sea or something. Like it has to be sea first, like, but I don't know like how that would even work. So, but I will tell you that I'm excited about it. I love Magic Man. I'm a team Magic Man kind of guy. So, you know, on our select sailing, I'm going to have to get one of these, right, <laughs> you know, right. like I got to have like Captain Mickey or whatever the design is going to be on my wrist. And it, and I said this in our Facebook group, I made a comment on this. Like, it seems kind of silly because like my key to the world car can do all those things on the ship, but there's something about just like wearing my technology. That I like better than having the key. So I'm definitely going to be all in on it. And here's the other thing, because, okay, you know, I've sailed Disney cruise on many, many times as you have. And back in the day, now this is when Mallory was little, they used magic bands, the original magic bands for the kids in the kids clubs. And I mean, cause, I, cause yeah. she got one, like you could pay, you had to pay like five bucks. It was a minimal charge when you checked your kid in the first day and they got this cool little, it was branded Disney cruise line. It, it had was like, like a yellow cruise line. It was yellow. There like, might've been yeah. a blue one at one point too. Yeah. Like and it had like but, sailor yeah. Mickey on it. It was super cool looking. And so we kept it as a souvenir at the end, right? Cause we paid like five bucks. And if you didn't, you know, you could return it for five bucks back as a deposit or you could keep it. So at the end of the sailing, I was like, that's oh, cool. looking. I'm a Disney fan. We kept it. Uh, I have no idea where it ended up, but like everything else. But the thing is like, I always said a Disney cruise line vacation is a perfect use for a magic band because think about it. Like you don't want to take your card out into castaway key into the ocean or something like that. But It'd be convenient to have it, you know, to go up to the bar and get something to drink, you know, at the heads up bar or something like that. I mean, just I think we're, we're trained at this point to use a magic band to charge everything, you know, and it just it's What's just easier to, hit, though, to Mike, open your to door. Your point, yeah, I think you still need to bring your key to the world card when you get off the ship. Oh, like if you go to identification? Key, I think you still need your key to the world card. So hopefully they'll test this. And they'll see that the magic band works and they hopefully they can eliminate that because I would love to just every one last thing to worry about, right? Because you got to like put it in a safe place, like in your beach bag or whatever. Instead, if you could just wear it, that would be awesome. But I think I think for those select sailings, you still need your key to the world card when you get off the ship. Yeah, I would say if it's in like beta testing, that probably that is the case. And 
That's true, because when you get off the ship, you are coming back and you're going through local governments kind of clearing you to go through that gate, you know, where they have like an official checking your ID. Yeah, that yep. could be an issue. But I mean, they could load up because what what's the difference between that little plastic card? You would still need your ID, right? Because that's probably you a government still need thing. your ID for sure. But I mean, there's going to be really what's the difference between that piece of plastic that's flat than, you know, a piece of plastic you're wearing around your wrist that you're right but for that intern probably this summer. You probably need both because it's a testing period. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully that it goes well. And then, yeah, that would just make it so much nicer for those Castaway Key days. I feel like if I could just bring a Magic Man instead of my Key to the World card. I know it's a small little thing, but and then maybe by then we'll know if your Walt Disney World bands work, then you don't necessarily have to buy a new one like every time. Right. You don't have to get this specialized Disney Cruise Line one. And that's what Katie's asking in the live chat. But I mean, you know, with Disney, I would say if you're going to use it on the cruise line, I bet you they're going to make some way to make it where you have to buy that one on the ship, there's going to be some kind of, maybe not. I, I want interactive not. stuff though. Like I want to use it like on my door and have Mickey be like, like, come on in. Pal. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh I don't gosh. know. They say something funny yeah, like that. Exactly. I know. I agree. Well, like Derek says here in the live chat, he says, if it plays the cantina band at the hyperspace lounge, I'm in. Yeah. So am I, you know, yeah, totally. And awesome. I didn't tell you this. So like we talked about this once, but, we had like a great photo that we loved on our last little cruise we did over Memorial weekend last year. It was like that last minute cruise we did. And I was like, you know what? I'm buying the photo package. We're just going to like go all in on taking photos. So that'd be great having the magic band. So I don't have to like dig out the key of the world card. I'll just have it on my wrist for when we take those photos. Let me ask you about that. Cause that is one of the questions I get at the magic for less really quite often because I have, you know, my guests at the magic for less tend to be a lot different than a lot of our other agents because all my guests come from our podcast and our podcast listeners are savvy Disney travelers. They're usually not first timers. Usually people have traveled to Walt Disney world, Disneyland, all these cruises many times, but a lot of folks are very comfortable with getting memory maker. So they're used to, you know, okay, I know how to get, you know, bajillion pictures at Walt Disney world, but then they come to the cruise line in memory maker. Isn't an option on cruise line, but you can buy this unlimited photo package but there's not what, what my question is, how did you feel the value was for that unlimited photo package with cruise line, especially for those folks that are selling with us this summer? Like, is it something you would do again on a four night cruise? Would you just take your own pictures? Would you just buy a select few pictures? How, how would you rate that? Cause I've never well, I haven't it. done it yet. So this okay. is for this upcoming cruise oh, for, that, okay. that for buying one? the package, okay. but look, compared to other sailings, like every now and then, like, you know, you're dressed up for a dinner or whatever. You see those two or three or four good shots that you really like, mm -hmm. and they're like twenty to thirty bucks they are. each. You Kills know? me. So like when I was doing like our excursions or whatever, I think it was like, correct me if I'm wrong or if you know it, Mike. I think it was like hundred and fifty for the sailing. Package. I want to say if it you, is. Yeah, if it's you pre-purchased it, I think it's thirty dollars more or something if you do it like once you're on the ship. And I was like, that's like five to six or seven photos, and I'm sure we're going to take five or six or seven really good photos, and it's going to encourage me to do more. Like. When you're on Castaway Key, sometimes I'll just blow past them, you yep. know, like yep. with the with the the Mount Rushmore, whatever mm -hmm. Rushmore photo, like. Yep. But that's gonna get me to like take it on this cruise, you know what I mean? I'm gonna try to seek those out more, which I think we're gonna get some great shots. And plus, it's our first time on the Wish, you know. So I just thought, let's just do it. Let's just get the photo package this time. But not something I would do every time. But this is kind of a special cruise, right? First time on the new ship, so. When you look at the overall price you're paying for the overall vacation and plus, like you said, because now you're making me think about doing it for this cruise too, right? Because 
your daughter is getting older, right? She'll be going away to school before you know it. And there's only so many times you get dressed yeah. up. You're in a location like that. And a lot of times, like you said, before dinner, they have those kind of off to the corner professional backdrops or whatever. You can do a couple shots there. You know, some on the island, they come around to dinner. Boom, right there. I mean, if you're going to buy a few, because I, I and I do always want to buy them. You know, because I'm like, those are really good pictures, but it, it's that same thing. It's like, God, it's 22 bucks. Yep. I can't. It was can't when I, it. we did this Beauty and the Beast kind of like rose photo on the dream. And I want to say it was like 20 or 25 bucks. I love the photo, but it like killed me yeah. spending that much money for one photo. That's why I was like, you know what? To your point, like you're talking about Emily growing up, like, you know, like we're just going to want some family photos on this, on this cruise, I feel like. So like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to work over the money now, not even worry about it. Kind of think of it as like my Walt Disney world memory maker, forget about the cost and just have fun taking photos. That's a good call. I think I'm going to do the same. You sold me. Cause I, you know what? Cause you, you can't go, I'm a good sales you, can't go back. No. you are, but you can't go back. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. Mallory's all about dressing up and I'll, you know, be dressed up. I never dress up, you know, I'll probably not have a hat on again. So who knows? We'll, yeah. we'll get some. So, yeah. So now I'm thinking about like maybe one night. I know it's not, there's not like a, what's the word I'm looking for. The you formal know night. Yeah. A formal night. Thank you. But we could doesn't mean you can't dress no, up. No, we night, we you know? will because I mean we got to look like a princess protection yeah. program. I mean we might not get the tuxedos this time necessarily, but, we but we'll still look good. But well, we maybe might. We will. But you never know. <laughs> maybe we could. We, will. we could. Okay, next story, <clears throat> the biggest story of the week, obviously that almost broke the internet. That came out of nowhere all of a sudden. But again, you're welcome. We made it happen here on the BR Guest Podcast. Annual pass sales return on April twentieth. So. Wade has been longing for this day, right? Do you think Wade's in the queue already, Scott? I'm just wondering, right? Do, I think, I think so. I think, uh, but he's going to somehow like, it's going to be run Disney and he's going to get timed out the second it opens <laughs> and he's going to have to restart <laughs> and then they're not going to kick off at the right time. And it's going to take him like 16 hours, but he might get in though. So, I mean, the thing is, I mean, obviously they're going to go on sale on April 20th. We don't know the exact time yet. That should come out here. Probably. I would assume this week at some point, by the time this comes out on Thursday, we'll probably have more details on that. DVC members are going to get a jump, which I think is right. You're a DVC member. I'm not. So you probably agree. You've just renewed your passes just like within the last week or so. Right. Yeah, I know. I, I did it like five days, I think, before they made the announcement. So I think it's the 13th for DVC. Mm -hmm. um, they have that option for the sorcerer's pass, which has some blockout dates. Those normally don't impact my family. So it works out really well for me because it is like a few hundred dollars less than like the incredible pass or whatever it's called. So, yeah, so DVC will have the first shot. You know, those DVC members are have been longing for this moment and they'll get their opportunity on the 13th. So now did you get the do you get the incredible pass or the you get the incredible? Right? So I do the sorcerer one, sorcerer. which has like the. The, the week of Thanksgiving and I think like the, the Christmas slash New Year's week is blocked out, um, which stinks because I like to go around that time, like especially like around New Year's, which I might do this year if I decide to run a race over marathon weekend, which I very well might, which that registration is coming up. To I Mike. know that's that's what Katie's saying here in the chat, man. <laughs> yeah. God bless everybody's credit cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so just having those three weeks. And like, when you think about the savings of cost, um, it, it's, it's pretty good value with when you're DVC. Um, I just wish we got like, I'm greedy. I wish I just got a free annual pass as a DVC I, member, well, but that's yeah, asking for a lot. Though, uh, so. It is, but holy cow. Oh, they're hugging. I guess that guy won. Yep. John Ron won. Okay. So there's four levels of, uh, annual passes you can get. Now, if you're an out of stater, you can only get one unless you're DVC. Um, there's the Pixie Dust Pass at $399 plus tax, the Pirate Pass at $749 plus tax, the Sorcerer Pass that Scott was just mentioning, 
which DVC members can get the discount on at $9.69 each plus tax. And then the Incredipass, which is your standard annual pass that gets you in with no blackout dates. Now, none of these include the water parks or anything like that. And they or don't Memory Maker, or, right? That's what I was going to say. Or Memory right. Maker like they used to at $13.99 plus tax. That is How expensive. How much? $1,400. <laughs> cool. Whew. I know. That's you. <laughs> That's why I'm glad I'm not buying. So I, I, I just I had to have you repeat that number. That, that that's, was, that's a lot. I think the first time I buy annual passes, that's how much it was for the three of us to get three of them. Yeah, I, I want to say when I first bought them for our family, because I bought them for four of us, they were like six forty nine a piece or something like that, and I almost had yeah. a heart attack. So, yeah. So those go on sale April twentieth, and that leads me to another story. So that's April twentieth, April thirteenth for DVC members this Tuesday. Registration Marathon Weekend 2024. So can now are I, I will be honest. I'm already registered for Dopey. I registered through a charity about a month ago. So I'm in. I'm glad. And, and the reason I did this because last year I this is this is how it happened. This is how it went down. I did not get in for Dopey last year. I tried and tried. I had five machines going. I had a phone, a tablet two laptops in my desktop that I'm doing the podcast on right now. I have all kinds of technology in front of me. Still didn't get in. I had five things telling me you have more than an hour. You have 42 minutes. You have boom. It was gone. Thank God it was either you or Wade, Scott or Wade one of, cause you guys have gotten me into various races. Cause we all kind of work as teams. One of you guys got me in and, and I thank you so much for that because I love dopey. This year, I had to seek uh, one of our one of my guests at the Magic for Less told me about a charity they work with. I made the connection, I made a donation, and so I'm signed up. So I'm glad that I don't have to go through that. But I mean, again, I it's just I wish there was something better than what we're going to have happen again on Tuesday because I already know the howls that are going to happen on Tuesday afternoon. I don't know what are your thoughts. Yeah, it's going to be bad. And if you're watching the video of Mike, I have that weird delay again. So don't don't watch me to my voice because it's going to throw you off crazy. But yeah, so I was going to skip Marathon Weekend altogether. You know, I made that little post on our Lizards page. Like, I'm taking a break. You know, like Princess was amazing. I got the run with Emily. You know, the races are getting kind of expensive. It's taking a lot of PTO away. Like, they're not, they don't really feel like family vacations, which I know is which is why you kind of go down by yourself a lot. Mm-hmm. But, um, I somehow magically got into <laughs> the Disneyland race, which is what I've been wanting so bad because I love the Disneyland races. So now that I got into that, I feel like I have to do a race over Marathon Weekend so I can get the the special like coast to coast medal. So I will be one of those that will be in pain, in tears, nervous, just all the feelings, right? Trying to get in on Tuesday. I'm probably just going to do a half marathon. Like I'm not going to do a challenge because I'm I just, I'm going to take, I need to take a year off from Dopey. I've done it like six or seven times. I don't know. Like I just, I need a break from Dopey. So going to try for the half and then try to do, then I'll be doing the challenge uh, Disneyland. So I feel like if I'm going for one race like that, it shouldn't be too bad, but you never Bro, know. You like, should not just, say that out so loud. Ins- you should not say that out loud. <laughs> but like, I think most people are going for the challenge. They are. You know, they like, are. The, like the yeah. good fear of the Dopey. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The full is always the last one to go, just in case you need to race around. I, I mean, if, if it came down to it, that's still coast to coast eligible. So <laughs> I, I know. I know. I'm just saying that. But that's how I registered for my first full in 2016. Cause like I was registered for princess. That was going to be like my first like half marathon. And then like you and Josh, it was you and Jocelyn in particular was like, man, you should, you should do the full. Cause like Jocelyn signed up for it. And this was like, 
in September, like just like a few months before the race, and I was easily able to yep. register. Isn't that yeah, nuts that to is, think about? God, and God, my knees were still, um, and it, they still worked back then in 2016. <laughs> rip, <laughs> rip my knees. <laughs> now, now I'm just worried about getting back upstairs after this live show to get to bed. <laughs> See, I had to go. Do. I had to go upstairs to do the live show. So now I get to go down. That'll be See, a little I gotta easier. go. I gotta go back up, but I'm done. Oh my gosh! But good luck to everybody signing up for the races. Seriously, I hope you get what you want. That's going to be exciting. Also, this weekend coming up is springtime surprise. So we have the five, the ten, and the ten miler coming up. Weather looks to be decent. Knock on wood, and uh, should be a fun uh, weekend. I hope to see everybody down there. I should be there, and. uh Metals look great. The everything looks like it'll be fun. And I like that this is a very casual run Disney weekend. It's probably the most casual of all of them. Wouldn't you I know you're not running this one, but this one seems the most laid back of all. Princess probably uh just as much, but probably even this one a little bit more so. Just real chill, kind of in yeah, the season. It's pretty laid back. It's it's a weekend that doesn't know what its identity is. No, it has is, no right? idea. Like, yeah. Because we used to have well, you used to, we used to have the four weekends because we had the Tower of Terror, but mm -hmm. then they got rid of Tower of Terror, then they kind of brought in Star Wars is kind of how it worked. And Star Wars had a good run, like, what, four years? Maybe maybe it got the five? Like, it, I don't even know. Is that a good but, run? It's, it's a run. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's better than the, the Tower of Terror run, that's I true. guess. That's but, true. I, I'll give you that. But then, yeah, then they snuck in the Spring Surprise. And I will say this. Like, I was so psyched for Spring Surprise, Springtime Surprise last year because – it brought back like some old classics. It, that was fun. It brought back the Tower of Terror 10 miler. Mm -hmm. Granted, it was in the morning. I mean, it still had that nighttime feel because it was so dark out. But we had the Expedition Everest 5K, which was like my first ever mm -hmm. run Disney race. Like, so that was so cool. So, like, that's what like really got me into it last year. And then this year is just like, well, eh, we're just gonna do Pixar. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's still a cool theme, right? Because the Pixar movies are great. I like the, the medals, medals great, but... because I like these because yeah. these are some of the characters I like. So, but yeah, it's not. Yeah. But it just like it didn't. I thought that was always going to be like the theme was going to be like we're going to bring back a retro race. Maybe we're going to do a night race. Right. Granted, like we got. I mean, I knew it they had no chance because last year the the five k was delayed and then like shortened due to weather. So like anytime there's a night race, they're just awful, awful yep. luck, yep. <laughs> which is really unfortunate. So it doesn't surprise me that they went back to the you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all early morning model, but. I would love to see him like switch it up, you know, some more to make it fun. I agree. It's a surprise, right? It's a surprise. Yeah. But. It's not a huge surprise this time, but it'll be fun. Not this time. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad to get the medals buzzing. It'll still be fun. Yeah. Monsters and, and, you know, and I'm, I know um, we got some people that are, it's going to be their first run Disney race that right. they're doing that weekend. So shout out to all of you. I won't be there, but I'll be rooting you from home here in East Lansing. I might even wear some of my springtime surprise shirts from last year, next weekend. Um, just, just have a great race. Um, I'm so excited for it. And I can't wait to see you blowing up social media with all those medals. I agree. Yep. Last year we had a uh, race for the taste. That race hadn't been run in ages. That was the 10 K. So good. That yeah. was so good. I know. So good. Anyway. So, uh, we got that. And, uh, one last story just real quick. Disney cruise line did, uh, get into an agreement with, um, uh, a company in Asia that they are going to officially sail for at least five years out of Asia with that new, gigantic ship that they bought for next to nothing during COVID. Yeah. That gigantic. The one thing I wanted about that story, I just, the, here's what I was, when I found that story that just blew me away was how many people they're projecting on the ship. It is going to sail with 6,000 passengers and a crew of 2,300. Can you imagine that? 
That that's like a third more than the fantasy and the dream because they I think they sailed around four thousand, like not capacity. I'm that, gonna want to sail on that. I though. do that's too. Awesome. I do too. That's I mean I like big ships, but that is massive. That's crazy, and it's gonna be fueled by green methanol, one of the lowest emission fuels available. That's so very cool. Yeah, that is cool that they're going green and they're gonna. That's really what I like about this whole idea is that that's gonna be kind of like a. This ship is going to be such an outlier because they didn't build it from scratch. They can really use this as, as a test bed. You know, they're, they're a lot. I think if I'm Disney, I can try some kind of crazy stuff and just say, well, it's in a different market. It's in an emerging market for us. And it's a ship that we bought that, you know, is going to go to scrap anyway. Let's try some crazy stuff. And if it doesn't work, we can just say that, hey, you know, we're just trying it out. You know, Take some chances with this ship. I think this is going to work though. I think it's going to be pretty darn successful. I mean, that's the Disney guy in me hoping, but I really, I really believe in it. That's going to be awesome. I do too. All right. Let's uh, open up the phone lines. Let's open, let's, uh, let's add a third voice to the conversation and many more at 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. The, uh, the phone computer for some reason did not charge this week, but I got it charged up enough to get through the show tonight, I think. So get your call in before the phone computer takes the day off. So I think we're going to be good for the hour though. So again, give us a call at 407-413-9395. But until then, what, what else has been um, like in the Disney community, Disney universe has been uh, on your mind. What are you thinking about lately? So I've been thinking about cruising a lot because we have that awesome cruise coming through um, at the start of July for the podcast, which we haven't done one of those in four years. Oh, got a call we do got a call and i forgot to mute the phone uh, the computer but there you go so it told us it's time to take our first call hey who's joining us but we'll talk about the podcast cruise what's up hi this is uh jenna from seattle hey jenna speaking of podcast cruisers you are one of us and speaking of first time run disney racers too absolutely you get hang on you get two bells there you go (laughs) how's seattle tonight i got the bell Good. Happy Easter. Hey, happy Easter to you and the family. Yeah. Oh, I, so I listened, Mike, to your, um, your episode on Friday about how much you guys love Disneyland and you're all making me nervous for our family to go to Walt Disney World for the first time. Cause you're like, Disneyland has such a nicer vibe and the people are nicer. And I was like, Oh no, Walt Disney World's going to be huge and mean. It is. Everybody, oh, there just wants worry a, about. everybody down there just wants to punch you in the nose. It's so mean. <laughs> no, just no, you know what? Walt Disney World doesn't have Rancho del Zocalo. So forget the place. No, just kidding. I, but I do love that restaurant. Um, you know, it's pretty awesome. No, seriously, they are. I want to hear your your thoughts because they are two absolutely different vibes. But what it is for me, and I think Scott knows this because he's been to Disneyland more than me, is that Disneyland is the new hotness for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just right. like it because like, dude, I wrote a, I was talking about this today at Easter. We had like 22 people at my house. Like my, my whole wife's family was here and my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are taking my nephew who's six to Disneyland next month. They've never been out oh. there. And I'm telling him, I'm like, dude, you gotta row the canoe. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> row a canoe. I'm like, there's the river that has that big boat in it. You can actually get in that same river that that same boat goes in and the boat goes past you and you can row a canoe with like 20 other people. He's like, shut up. I'm like, I did it. And you can too. 
And, but I mean, it's so weird. Like there's so many things like, like these cinnamon chips, like they're so dumb that I like those as my favorite snack, but it's, it's just, <laughs> it's so homey there. But you know, Walt Disney world is just, you'll walk in and there's so much to do the scale, the beauty, yeah. the transportation is a part of the experience. Uh, Scott, Back me up for Jenna real quick, and then we'll let Jenna talk. But I mean, <laughs> she's going to have an awesome time. I mean, yeah, so you're hitting a lot of my things there, Mike. So for me, for Disneyland, it, it's, it feels more like vacation because I don't go there as often. I, I try to go there like once a year, or I go to Walt Disney World maybe like two to three times a year maybe, and I'm very lucky for that. But Walt Disney World, like just on the scale though, like you have like all the water. Like, you know, there's mm -hmm. like no water, I feel like, at Disneyland where you have like you know, mm -hmm. Crescent Lake, Seven Seas Lagoon, all these like big bodies of water. Like Epcot is like its own unique thing. Like like World Showcase is like my favorite land of any Disneyland that there is. And then just like all the, the, the transportation, the resorts are a big thing. Like I love going to like all the like different, like what are there? Like 20 some different resorts nowadays. 20 where you only have the, yeah, where you only have the three at Disneyland. So I think like the scope mm -hmm. and the scale is what really draws like Walt Disney World to me. Like you still have the same number of attractions. Like, from the four parks versus the two so it's like everything is like compressed more at disneyland but like the space and like how it is at walt disney world like makes it really awesome and unique too and that you know we're not knocking by any means Jen. it's just like mike said it's fresh to him so he's gonna just <laughs> think it's the greatest thing in totally. the world yeah. but uh you all are gonna have yeah. an amazing time at walt disney world trust me oh great well we're very excited i do have a question about just like the logistics of the size I was thinking about the buses for springtime surprise weekend. And I know the different resorts have like multiple buildings. So how do you know where to get your bus? Is that a dumb question? How so do you know where to go? You're, you're saying a pop, right? Yeah. There's only one place to catch the bus. That's the good news. You just go out front. <laughs> just look, you, oh, look for, okay. you look for all the people. Hey, let me just tell you. So I'll be there on Friday for the 5K. I'm staying at pop as well. And I'll be in my hot dog costume. And I, so just look for a six foot three hot dog walking around and just get in line behind me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's going to be great. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh boy. No, it, seriously. Like you get in, you get in line for the buses, the same spots where you get in line for the buses to go to the theme parks. They're just, it's just, they, ah, you'll okay. see them because here's the thing about pop century. Scott, I think you've stayed at pop for race weekends recently, but yep. they stack the buses for these race weekends, you'll see about 10 motor coaches out in front of pop century. And they're just lined up. Just wow. there's a lady there that are gentlemen, but this lady seems to always be a pop century with like these glow shoes and these like glow sticks that she just, she's high energy. Yeah. She's getting people on the bus. She's, she was there a marathon. She was there a princess and getting everybody on the bus, giving everybody a high five, getting everybody pumped up. Dude, it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't need to be pumped up yet, but she does. I mean, you know, I'll give her credit. Like I still go back to sleep when I sit down on that bus, but okay. But I mean, there's getting people in and boom, you're you know, it's pop century is awesome for transportation. Just go to the front. And, and Jenna, as Mike oh. mentioned, um, there's just the one spot and at pop, I think over a race weekend, probably 60 to 65%. It feels like are doing these. Yeah, I agree. That I, I think that pop. place is empty. It's so, seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, exactly. Walk out your room. You walk out your room, you get to the main level and just follow the people. Cause there's going to be groups of people just walking in a certain direction and just follow them. And they'll take it right oh, to yeah. where the bus is. Oh, that's so great. Oh, oh yeah. Great. People well, everywhere. So, excited, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Three o'clock in the morning, there'll be people walking everywhere in costumes and eating and drinking and skipping and it, it, it's the weirdest thing and plus you're from the west coast so that'd be like i mean 
what that'll be like that'd the be middle weird. of the night for you like midnight yeah it's gonna be brutal <laughs> oh man that's wild so what are you looking forward to though about you know because you're gonna be down this week like what's one thing being a west coaster that you're super looking forward to oh i think um epcot and animal kingdom because we don't have anything like them so i'm really excited for that to see what those are like what like what attraction do you think like you're a disney fan you have you have disneyland yeah. and all that stuff but what out here i mean at, at animal kingdom i'm excited just to see the tree of life i don't know if that even counts but <laughs> i remember as a kid when they were building it and we went once when i was eight years old to walt disney world and it was still under construction the whole park so i remembered reading about it but never seeing it so i want to see the tree of life um and then i think for in epcot I'm so boring. I just want to see the World Showcase. Also, not really an attraction, but I, those are just so unique to to Walt Disney World. I think that's what I'm excited about. That's not a boring answer at no, all. Because, like all. I said earlier, okay. it's the best area of Walt Disney World, if you ask me. But uh, hopefully, you'll be there at night because the World Showcase does have a a vibe at night. Now, mm-hmm. it, it does get a little busier, you know, because people are. That's where everyone goes to at night is World Showcase. But most importantly, just go to France at night and watch the greatest attraction in Walt Disney World, which is Impressions to France. If you could do that for me, that'd Impressions be fantastic. Impressions to France. I was going to rope drop it since it's so Oh, important. Or you could do that. Yeah, That's I right, because it's the place to first show of the day. It, it, it's, it's a worthy rope drop attraction, let me just say. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, folks. I'll let the next person get there. But excited, Mike, to see you at the race. No problem. So when, yeah, when, you, when, you, have a great Easter. when are you headed out? Oh, yeah. You headed out Thursday? Uh, I think, yeah, Thursday morning. All righty. I'll see you out there. Hopefully I'll see you at the expo and uh, we'll see you at all the races. It'll be fun. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Safe travels. Stock you later, Have Jenna. a great trip. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, it, how exciting is that, though? Like, you just don't hear that very often because of our audience. Like, everybody's been so many times, which is awesome. But, like, she's, uh, you know, out in Seattle, Disneyland veteran. Yeah. I mean, she's got a lot going. She's going to be down for a race and type of the tree yeah, of life yeah. too. Cause I am like so pro animal kingdom and the fact <laughs> yes, that you are. she's excited for that. I should have told her to try to see that at night too. Cause I love seeing the tree of life lit up at night too. I agree. That's super cool. All right. 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. Yeah. I would think of somebody who's a Disneyland fan. I'm just trying to put myself in, in that like perspective because I'm so new to Disneyland, but like I would have to just go around and just like do the Skyliner and I'd have to take the boat from the magic kingdom launch over to wilderness lodge or something like to me, transportation is monorail to Epcot. Right. Right. I would have to do. (laughs) Right. I mean, because the monorail at Disneyland is an attraction, but the monorail what's better. Let me ask you this. What's better. The monorail ride at Disneyland or the monorail ride from say the TTC to Epcot. So the monorail ride from TTC to Epcot is up there with impressions to France. Oh, that is like one of the you. best. That's things. a hot take. Like, Look at this. No, listen, when you go when you go through into Future World or whatever the neighborhoods agree, are now, I, I just love that. Like, and I miss that old narration. To your left is Test Track. Yes, <laughs> you know? I do. Like, uh, yeah, it's so good. Like, I just love that ride. Um, so I would I would actually pick that. Even though there's something about Disneyland's too when you're like. You're coming around the Matterhorn. You can mm-hmm. see it's a small world. Like the, you see the Speedway. There's something so magical about. I can't pick Mike. They're just great right in their own way. That's what I was gonna say because I, I, I too love that ride from the TTC to Epcot because of that little preview. And I, I love how they they placed it right. It's not, it's not like as you're 
leaving Epcot. It's a preview. Like you go through Epcot before they drop you off. So, you know, you are going to Epcot, but you have to see it before it, it amps you up to go a little bit too. Like, right. Oh my God, look at test track is like <laughs> out the door. Like we're going to world showcase instead. <laughs> totally. You're just like, okay, kids, we're not going on test track today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is like, it, yeah. is, it is so cool though. Right. I mean, that, it's just a cool perspective. Then you like, when you're passing through a merit, like you could just like have that dead on look, you know, in the world showcase. And then you go by the seas. I don't know. It's just, it's something like so classic Epcot to me. Cause when you think about it, that's something that monorail track hasn't changed. Right. So that's no. just always been the same since 1982 doing that ride. So, which I think is super cool. Right. It's cool to find that stuff that's been there since X year. Right. That, that's kind of how it was. That's why impressions the front should never go away <laughs> and should never be updated in I any agree. kind of capacity. It's so good. Cause I always want to know, is that couple still with us at the end? That's holding their hand, walking on the beach. Probably not, but I just imagine Probably not that are. couple, but the couple that got married might be maybe I hope, and I hope they're happily <laughs> married. Listening to our podcast tonight in front, French, even though we don't yes. speak French. Uh, okay, 407-413-9395. We need your calls. Give us a call, 407-413-9395. Let me ask you about that, though. Uh, we saw the Journey of Water preview. Uh, Disney Parks blog teased that this week. So what did you think of that brief uh, video? I'm excited. I, I actually did not see the video, Mike. Um, I finally watched your Disney 100 video, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, was... what did you think of that? Was, that? was I right? That thing's pretty powerful. Yeah. That was really good. I was actually watching it at lunch with Elizabeth and a couple of coworkers. And I said, excuse me, guys, I'm about to watch this 90 second video. And if I start crying, like, just don't judge me. <laughs> That's a good call. Yes. Yeah. No, that was good. I haven't seen the, the, the water one, but I am excited about that. I feel like it's gotten a lot of heat. People are like, oh, that's not a real attraction. Like this isn't going to bring gust satisfaction, but I think it's going to be super cool. And it's also going to mean that that construction is done, which I just want my normal like future world back, like without the construction walls. But I'm, I'm excited for it, but I tend to be excited for most new Walt Disney World attractions. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so here's the thing, like social media can just be a vicious place and they put out a video and it. I mean, it showed it's called, you know, the journey of water, right? And it's supposed to teach us about the water cycle and how that affects our environment and so forth. I mean, it's, it's educational, which I love that about Epcot. Like they've moved away from that in the last decade, at least I would say, you know, with oh, yeah. test tracks, not super educational, you know, and guardians of the galaxy, not educational. Um, but I mean, you got to have a mix, right? I mean, you don't want to have your park empty because people don't want to be educated, but you can, you can have some stuff. And I think that this is not going to be an e-ticket. Everything doesn't need to be an e-ticket. That's why I like Ratatouille. I think it's a good like D-ticket. Everybody can ride it. It's an e Let me take that back. I think it's an e-ticket ride because of its quality and experience, but it doesn't like throw you upside down to where everybody can still ride it. So I like it's yeah. an e-ticket that everybody can ride. It's not crazy. I would like to see more dark rides. I'd rather have had yes. like a dark Tron ride as opposed to like a roller coaster that's 90 seconds. You know what I mean? But that's just that's just me. Yeah. Wait, Wade's calling in here. So let's get him to jump in on this conversation. Wait, hey, what's going on? Happy uh, Easter to you guys up in Nebraska. Hey, guys. Happy Easter. Yeah, I just finished uh, having some pulled pork that I made on the big green egg today, which took about seven hours. So it was a good Easter meal this evening. Hey, uh, let's see. It's nine, nine and a half hours to Lincoln. Let me be there by the morning. <laughs> you could have you started when I, uh, when I made it and been here right when it was finished. <laughs> I could have. And I'll get a run on the way out and it'll be a good trip. 
Hey, exactly. I'd exactly, be about the same yeah. amount of time I spent in Chicago. So there you go. <laughs> so what's going on? What, what do you add to the conversation? Any of the things we've talked about or anything you want to throw out onto the table? What you got? So you're getting your AP at least. Well, yeah, APs came back. I mean, and of course now, you know, I started thinking, well, geez, if I, if I get an AP, does that mean I attempt to sign up, you know, for a race in January? Because I was pretty set against not doing a race in January because I'm like, I don't have an AP. I can sit it out. I'm going to, I'm signed up for wine and dine uh, challenge. And, and, you know, now I'm like, well, geez, of course, then it's the same week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday. And as a DVC owner, what Thursday for annual passes, that's I rough. may have to call Chase Visa <laughs> and ask for an extension. Yeah. That's, I didn't think about it. that's, that's, that's a rough 48 hours right there for people that are doing dopey. Oh, well, not only that, which one will take longer in the queue, dopey or to get the AP? I may have to take two days off of work as well. What, what ha- here, here's here's a hypothetical. What happens if you're still in the queue for dopey? No, wait. Yeah, when the when the when the thing opens on the thirteenth. I mean, what if you're what if you have to be in two simultaneous just, queues because they're so? All bad? I can say is just please be patient. <laughs> yeah, please, please don't move. <laughs> Spinning blue circle. <laughs> don't oh, move should. my phone. Yeah. Don't move anything. Just don't, sit there and yeah. watch. Don't Spinning anybody circle. come in this room. Don't move. Don't touch the right. light switch. I've said it'd that. be quicker if you just like got to call in or something. Like I don't know. Like if they open like the hotline. Yeah, a lot. It's like calling a Could radio you station. If you had to call in for Run Disney registration, yeah. like the hundred six caller gets an AP. Let's go. Yeah. You're calling number three. Sorry, you're calling number four. Sorry. Answer this. Answer these three <laughs> trivia questions, and you get your registration. <laughs> Oops, you didn't answer right. Try again. Yeah, exactly. You get back in the queue. Dialing yeah. again. Uh, try next year. <laughs> anyway. I tell you what. No, it's you know I, I hate that it's so early that you have to sign up for these races. I, I I understand there's a lot of lead time on it, but you know I even put in like my little countdown, uh, wine and dine, two hundred and whatever days it is. This is going to be like, you know, even further out, of course, 300 some days till till dopey or till marathon weekend. But, of course, my credit card gets run that that afternoon that you get in. Right. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. So it's it it could be a big week. Uh, uh, Well, it's going to be a big week, I think, for a lot of people, you know, because I know there's a lot of other not just DVC owners like myself, but others that that didn't have an annual pass or they let it lapse like I did. Um, and of course, you know, now it's gone up $300 too, from, from 2020, which is another, another thing. Right. But, uh, and, and those, and for run Disney, for the lizards that are, that are runners as well, too. It's, it's, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of money changing hands or at least debits on the credit card. That is, especially if you just, if you're on the BR guest podcast, cause where you just hit the 90 day like payment mark, (laughs) like it's brutal right now. Right. I didn't even think about that because April 4th was the final payment date for the podcast cruise, which I mean, we, we put the podcast cruise together two years ago. Who'd have known that all this was going to happen this week, but Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. You're right. People are going to need to be calling chase. It's a brutal month. (laughs) (laughs) This is not good. Here's what some of my guests have told me though. They're like, Think of the rewards points. I'm like, I would, I, here's the deal. I always use my rewards points for my renewal for my annual pass. And it usually covers my renewal, which is like a good thing and a terrible thing. It's great because I've put out any additional money for my annual pass, like, you know, moving forward. Cause only I have to buy one. I'm not like Scott. I don't buy them for my girls. They're just on their own. They, I buy them passes when they go once a year, 
But, and that stinks, but it's also terrible because I think about how much money I've had to spend on that card <laughs> to be able to do that. Right. It's horrible. But, you yeah. know, the, no, you're right. No, you're all right. I, I tell you, it, it, you're absolutely right. I, I am really glad that annual passes came back for, for those that, that want to purchase. I am, I am curious, though, because in that fine print, it says, and I know it happened at Disneyland, um, there's a limited supply mm-hmm. of annual passes. Yep. And, you know, they cut it off at Disneyland. I think people had 12-hour waits when they sold the, what were they called, the Golden, Golden Key passes? Magic Key, I think. I think. Magic Key. Right. So, you know, so they, it, it will be interesting to see. I don't know if there's a, a finite supply for DVC, just like there are, you know, early race signups, which never seemed to work for me anyway. I never got in on the early DVC signup. Always had to do it on the uh, the regular signup. So, um, you know, if I get in the queue on Thursday and then it times out and then it says try again in a week, um, I guess that could happen. I, I'm guessing that probably will happen too. Not my, maybe myself, but others as well too. See, you know? I'm curious about this because a the price for every ticket is fourteen hundred dollars, and we saw that happen at Disneyland. But at Disneyland, I was always told, and I mean I know this is true, that it's a locals park, right? So I think more people are going to tend to have, yeah. you know, a, an annual pass or a seasonal pass or something like that because they want to just drop in. Where right now we're talking to the we're speaking to the Uber fans. Everybody listening to this show wants an annual pass, and there's a lot of us. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of folks that want these annual passes. And Disney's going to want to sell, obviously, as many as they can if they can get $1,400 out of every one of these things. But again, if they're going to have theme park reservations, which they stated in the press release, they are going to continue to have. Now, they did say, I don't know if you saw this, Wade, this is good news for DVC people, is that they will offer DVC annual passes throughout the year, even when capacity is capped for DVC owners only. Uh That was like a, that was like a, yeah, that was like a a fine line, which I thought was cool because I think that's gonna, I think that's your compromise of what we've been talking about over the last year is that Mm -hmm. even if that sorcerer pass is sold out, maybe they're going to still allow DVC members to buy it, even when the general public can't. Well, I I mean, obviously I'm a little biased because I've been a DVC owner since 2005 and I know it was never in the print that uh, you know, you're entitled to certainly not a free pass like Scott said earlier, which would be nice. But I, I know it was discussed somewhere, somehow, that, you know, hey, you know, annual passes, you get a deal on those. And, uh, oh, cool, okay. And so then when it's been three years and there has not been available, but I can say my dues keep coming out every every month. There are restrictions on, on how you can use your points, which I understand, you know, because of the pandemic where there was a pause. Uh, and, and points started piling up. I get that. I totally understand all that. But it was just a bit frustrating because you've got, uh, you know, it's not just you have a couple hundred bucks in a DVC ownership. It's it's thousands of dollars um, that you put in initially, and then you know you pay your dues each each month or you pay them annually, uh, depending on how you do it. I pay them monthly because there's no interest charge. It just debits out of my account. Oh, by the way, and it goes up every year too. Which is fine. I, I get all that, but to not have annual passes was was really a kick in the in the shins. I think uh, to DVC owners, um, and you know it's a small percentage of the guests that go. Honestly, when you look at it at the at the available number of rooms, uh, to not do that was was really unfortunate. But I'm glad it's coming back. 
another interesting thing too. It's not actually for all DVC members either. So there's like a, right. There's like this cutoff or like, if you're like a blue card member where like certain benefits like stopped at a certain point, uh, especially for those that bought resale. So it that makes it even more limited too, right? For who can actually buy these. And it's really confusing sometimes. Like when I went to renew mine, they put me on hold for 10 minutes because they weren't sure if I was like a grandfather DVC member, which is kind of frustrating because um, they were going to tell me that I could not renew my pass because of that. So just got, got I'm just throwing that out there. Like I think most DVC members know their status, but it is for a specialty status DVC members, which is kind of silly when you think about it too. Yeah, I think it was, was it 2016 or so they put that into effect mm -hmm. where you had to have bought, had you bought resale. And I have two contracts, one resale, the initial one, 2005, and then a direct from Disney later on. But it was, um, you had to either buy after 2000, I think it's 16, have to buy direct from Disney. And I think it's now 100 points minimum. It had gone up, but I think it came back down a little bit. Yeah, but, it was 150. Yeah, they right, just that, changed so. it this week. <laughs> they just changed it this week to 100 which is interesting, which could be a little bit like, oh, interesting. They, you know, I, I think purchases have seemed to lag a little bit from some of the, you know, I listened to a couple of DVC podcasts and they're talking about that, how, how it, the, it's, you know, it's more of a, uh, bit more of a buyer's market right now, but, uh, but still it's, it's, it's a lot of money to get in. Yeah. You have to be a blue card holder, a quote unquote blue card holder to, to be able to, you know, get the moonlight magic, uh, you know, benefits and, and uh, like you said, to get the annual pass. So it's a small percentage. So the fact they didn't do it, mm, I don't know if that was the best move on Disney. I understand the limiting capacity and all that, but it is nice that it's coming back. Um, and now everybody's got decisions to make because I look at it as, you know, the reduced price DVC, which is nice. Uh, I think it's $965. So you got to go about 10 days, right? 10 days in the park. So it's a couple trips. Um, will I do that? You know, with races and all that, probably, probably makes most sense. So we'll see. I've got to figure that out. I've when got four it, days. It, it, yeah, I know. That's one of those things like the pressure's on. That's you just got to keep like running the yeah. numbers constantly uh -huh. until that day. And then it's, but again, it's like that race thing where when the day hits, it's like, it's, you know, you feel like it's now or never, you know, that's, that's my biggest thing about the run Disney races. I wish I had time for a couple months. Like you said, it's so early. Like, I don't want to commit. Yeah. I've already committed to dopey. I don't know how I'm going to feel next January. Like I'm, I'm getting towards the end of my full marathon, like running. I, I, I face that like my knees are shot. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I just don't feel like feeling so tore up with marathon training anymore, but you know, this would be number 10. That's a good round number. I'll be 50. You know, that's a good round number. So, you know, and I want to go to Disneyland. So I'm, and I'm signed up for Disneyland. Thanks to Scott. Scott got me in the 10 K when I was out there, when he got in. So this is going to be like epic, right? I mean, this is going to be, if, if there was ever a time to kind of do a big blowout time, this is it dopey. And then the next weekend, whoosh, go out to Disneyland and do a 10 and a half. But it's one of those things like, you know, with Disney, it's always like the pressure of you got to do it now or never, you know, back at 10 years ago, you had time to contemplate and be like, okay, I'll think about it. You know, yeah, I might do it. I might not. You just, it's now because it'll be gone. It'll yeah, be sold every, out. But everything's like that. It feels like, I mean, the Halloween party sometimes feels like that. Yeah. Like, if you want to go on Halloween, I, I was you about know, to say it's... the moonlight magics, like they're sold out <laughs> instantly. The demand is just insane on everything. I think it's because of, not that art, I'm not saying our show, it's because of social media and that everybody's hyper aware of everything. And, you know, I, I just think everybody's more connected now than ever. You know, you said just people just weren't in the know as much, you know, 15 years ago. Or maybe the demand's That's higher. True. I don't know. 
No, I think that's true. I think there, I think there is every, it's very easy to be aware. It's very easy to know what's happening. Uh, you know, when annual passes, uh, went on sale, I think I got a text, a text from, you know, a friend of ours and listener to the show, Beth Johnson texted me, said, Oh, annual passes are back. And then of course I started scrolling through social media was every single, yeah. you know, Disney site was, was, was announcing it. Right. And, and the dates and, and, uh, you know, click here for the information on the prices. You know, if, if you would have missed it that day, it's because you didn't turn your phone on. Um, but yeah, so it's, I, I think there's, there, there's a lot of demand. They are signing up earlier and earlier races sell out more. You know, it is hard for January. I'm like, it's, it's barely April and I got to figure out if I can run a, a full marathon and a half marathon and all, you know, 10 K, whatever January 10th. I know. I know. Seriously. That's a whole uh, summer, fall, and winter. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a lot that can happen. <laughs> I mean, it's a commitment. And, and, you know, the thing is, that's a huge commitment. You know, unless you've run, you know, a, a half marathon or a full marathon, that's a big deal. And it, for a lot of us, especially us three, Nebraska, Missouri, Michigan, it's a terrible time to train for a full marathon. Like, I mean, you're talking like the teeth of when it's starting to get just nasty in November and December. It sucks to train for a marathon that time of year. Oh, but I like it this year because this is the year. Yeah. Saying, okay, this is my last uh, training run, man. I'm freezing. I can't feel my face. Exactly. And it's like (laughs) right at Christmas. Everybody else is at Christmas shopping. You're all getting frostbite for 22 miles. It's brutal. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man! Go ahead, well, Scott. Go ahead. What you gonna say? I was just gonna say, but I like it this year because this is a year where where it lands on a calendar that my daughter is out of school one of those weeks for break, so it's easy to bring her down. Like you can do New Year's in the mm-hmm. parks because I haven't done that in like five or six years. So like, I'm kind of kicking around the idea that I want to do it because we can come down for New Year's and then boom, just do the race, and she doesn't even miss a day of school. Sounds kind of nice. But see, what about not, but see, Disneyland though. Like, how long are you going to be on vacation? Yeah. I'd had to go back. <laughs> I'd had to go back to work, work two or three days and make it back out to the West. It'd be outrageous. I know. Because then, what... then that's Martin Luther King weekend, which Emily has a day off there too. Like, it's. Oh, I know, man. but you got to pay for hotel rooms and food and all that stuff for all yeah. those days. Yeah. Like, so again. that's why I said the Wade. So I said the Wade when I got that Disneyland one because I texted him, but he was out skiing. So. I don't know if that either helped him or or hurt him, but I didn't get in. So yeah, either either way. Yeah. So I got a tweet, you know, that tweet bot that tells you like the Disneyland races. And I told Wade that was, that, that tweet cost me $5,000. Oh yeah. (laughs) At least. (laughs) Oh, dang it. Brutal. When you think about it that way, man, that is just brutal. (laughs) If I would have been like out, Doing something Cutting over the, the yard, like not paying yeah, exactly. attention, I'd have an extra five grand. Yeah, and so wait, yeah, he he texts, he he calls me. Okay, so I'm riding the Disneyland train. I'm just like, I'm just gonna chill on the train. So I'm just like, I'm just gonna chill. Don't even have my phone like in my hand or anything. It's in my pocket. I'm just like, I'm just taking it in like Walt, right? I'm on the sideways train too. You know, like that's the that's the primo one. You know, I'm sitting on the one that's sideways. Oh yeah, like all kind of just zoned out. My phone rings, Scott. I'm like, oh, let's get my boy. I got to answer. Dude, I just got into Disneyland. Do you want me to get you in the 10K? I'm like, hang up and get me in, brother. <laughs> so, so I hang up on him real fast. And so, like, when I'm not, and I'm sitting in the uh, Toontown station and the Festival of the Lion King show or whatever that show is, that theater is like going on. And the whole time, my heart's just beating out my chest, like, because I wanted that race so bad. I could care less about the, like, I know it's the challenge. I'm not going to get the challenge medal, but I get to run the 10K and the half. I'm like, oh, please let me get in. Please let me get in. 
So the whole time, and then he calls me back right before the um, the diorama scene. He's like, I got you in. I was like, yeah. And I wanted to like scream on the train. I was so happy. But then I was like, I played it cool. I was like, thank you. That's awesome. The diorama section's coming yeah. up. This is why I came to the West Coast. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I wanted you to stand in line so I could hear it. I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny that yeah. is funny well you're in that's so wait awesome. i think i think we got to get you to disneyland yeah i think that way i think so <laughs> well you never know <laughs> we'll see who knows you know what they should do <laughs> they should have dvc like discounted tickets for disneyland you know be, maybe i should maybe i should talk nice. to our boys at the at the top about that <laughs> If yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> see what, uh, see see what, what they say. Do. But yeah, that would be that would be nice. I, I, hey, look, if we ran Disney, I'm sure there'd be some things we we could we could change that would be beneficial for us at least. <laughs> you know what's funny <laughs> though? You you, well, say, you say that, but if us three ran Disney for a short amount of time, <laughs> I think that we could still make that company super profitable, but also at the same time be super consumer friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like serve the fans because I don't think those two things are like work against each other. I think they can be in harmony with each other. I think that by being consumer responsive and listening to your, your Uber fans, as well as your casual fans, I think you can take your profits to another level, you know, instead of being, uh, you know, this, I don't know. I just have this, maybe I'm, you know, too optimistic about things, but I think you could be both, you know, really embrace your fans and still be super profitable at the same time. Agree. I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I think there's still things that they, they can do again. We all love Disney. We wouldn't be sitting here on Sunday, Easter, uh, <laughs> you know, evening talking about it uh, or Thursday night, if you're listening uh, on the feed. Right. So uh, I think that, um, you know, even they talk about capacity and raising dollars and people are raising uh, prices and people still buy. Well, the, the parks are not open as late as they used to be. And they, they could, I know staffing plays into that too, but there's things they could do to ease the congestion in the parks. Um, I remember when, you know, extra magic hours went till 3 a.m. at the Magic Kingdom. Yep. And some of our most fun times were, you know, or jumping on, uh, you know, Space Mountain. It's 2.58 a.m. Yep. Yeah, you know, we did it. We're exhausted. <laughs> you go back to the hotel, then it's a sleep in or pool day the next day. Um, that eases congestion in the parks. Um, and, and I believe that maybe they'll get back to that. You know, maybe that's part of what they're, you know, will work towards, I hope. Um, but, uh, you know, but, but we'll see, maybe Mr. Iger and others have, have that in, in mind or the folks that run the park division. I hope so, because you, you don't just keep raising prices is one thing, but demand is still there. People will pay it, but spread it out, spread it out, you know, open an hour early, stay open late. Um, those are great times, great memories that I have, and I'm sure you guys do too. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I, I remember Paige. This is one thing. Yeah, Paige was like it's seven, you know, and like one o'clock in the morning, we buy her that big sugar stick, and just let her keep eating it, keep her awake. <laughs> I mean, terrible parenting, but some of the best memories ever. It was vacation, <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's just one thing. Magic Kingdom at, <laughs> so. vacation is Magic Kingdom at two in the morning. It really is, and then there's just no atmosphere. That's why I like doing those after hour events, Mike, because. Yeah. I know they cost like a fortune, mm-hmm. but it takes us back to a time where you could be in the parks to like, mm-hmm. you know, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And it's just a really cool environment. Yeah, Damn, I wish I would come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. 
All right, wait, we got we got us all fired uh, up now. Yeah, we're ready, man. But hey, <laughs> good luck to and uh, God bless the credit card this week if you uh, if you make the call and uh, and uh, give it a little uh, forty eight hour uh, pressure there this week. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted. All right, we'll take it take care, Wade. Uh, tell everybody we said uh, happy Easter. All right, thanks. Same to you guys. Take see care. You later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Well, good show, Scott. Lots of fun. And that was a great Wade's. I love talking to Wade because he's smart. Like he knows his stuff and he's just, you know, he comes at it from a business perspective as you do, which I, I'm not a business person. I appreciate you too, because you kind of see it from a different perspective. Yeah. No, Wade's always got some good insight. And yeah, like you were saying, like there's ways we can make it profitable for sure. And then you just kind of think about your guests, like you want return guests and you just want to make them happy and and I think a lot of guests are happy, but there's there's some things that are missing that we could that we could fix for sure. And man, I wish we had, I wish we had control of that for like six months. Man, oh, that'd be so dude. awesome. Just give it to us for a little bit. Yeah, just like yep. honorary CEOs or something. We won't even take a profit in no. it. Maybe a little. Maybe we'll take a little off just, the top. Just, you know, just enough to get by. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Can you imagine if they came back with three a.m. extra magic hours in the evening, dude. Those were the best. Like just for the summer. Just from like yeah. May to August, end of August. Yeah. And to what's it, Wade's saying? Yeah, because those people are going to spend the next day at the pool or yeah. sleep in, Keeps which warm. is going to make the crowds a little less busier, like that next morning or early afternoon. It's, it makes sense. And then you're going to have a higher gust satisfaction, which yep. is something that you really want to go in with those extraordinary profits that they would still be getting. Heck yeah. Because oh. people are going to be buying food, you know, yes. like you're paying cast members. And that's the thing with rides too. Like attractions do need time to rest right like you just can't have an attraction running all the time so maybe like some you're up up front like hey like this attraction is not going to be available this extra magic hour like you have that like in the schedule so people can plan a little bit better so that not all rides are running all the time but i, I don't want to go on that tangent but you know what i mean yeah and yeah. it would just it would be so good it doesn't cost them much sign me up it's simple anyway we make things happen so who knows maybe by next week we'll have <laughs> 3 a.m. extra magic hours. Let's hope. All right. Doubtful, wait. We'll see. We are going to have some great shows for you this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We've got a great trip report. It's actually a Disneyland trip report tomorrow for Monday. For folks listening live here on Facebook and YouTube, you're going to enjoy that one. A VIP tour out at Disneyland, staying at the Grand Californian Hotel Club level for his first Disneyland vacation, by the way. And he was surprised with this vacation for Father's Day. It was his Father's Day present. I'm telling you, man. So, and I strategically wow. put this show out right now in early April because all the wives out there. Did you want a the Father's Day well, present? All like, of us that are dads, like, this would be a great Father's Day 2023 present for any of us. Like, if you want to surprise any of us with a Disneyland trip, hey, you got time. I'm just saying it came came around at just the right yeah. time for anybody that wants to surprise I their significant other. I think other. I have plans. So I think I'm going to Toronto. <laughs> Just saying. I think I, I think I'm going to Toronto for Father's Day, but I'm willing to switch gears, you know. So I might have to have Elizabeth listen to this this yeah, episode. This is pretty sweet, man. I was like, that was your first trip. You stayed club level at the Grand Florida or Grand Californian, and you had a VIP tour. It's, not bad. It's the veranda experience on cruise line. This yeah. guy will not be able to experience Disneyland <laughs> ever exactly again the same yeah. way. That's exactly. So that's a Monday, Wednesday. We'll have listener questions. Friday, we'll have a topic show. And of course, if you see me down at Disneyland or. <laughs> 
I'm not at Disneyland this weekend. I'm at Walt Disney World for springtime surprise. Please say hello. Let's get a selfie. Let's have some fun and run some races. Our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out this week for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan that trip over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you very much to our patrons who support us each and every week and every month. And you guys make these shows possible. Our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give this guy a follow on the social media at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you this week. And of course, no live show next Sunday because I'll still be in the air on the way back to St. Louis from Springtime Surprise. But we'll do one two weeks from this Sunday. All right, time to get out of here, and I hope you enjoyed the shows this week. As always, thanks for joining us, and happy Easter, everybody. Hope you had a great one with your friends and family. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Sunday night or a great Thursday here on the feed. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.